Blog Talk Radio. One week away, just seven days away from the celebration of our human rights on the 4th of July, Independence Day. Many will go on and celebrate, and I won't judge. We have a family gathering as well at one of my sister's houses. It's important to have moments set aside that we can all count on spending quality time with our family, with our friends, and exhale laughter, cheer, food, and libations, if that's the case. But many don't know that throughout our country, our constitutional republic, that there are masses of individuals and families that have been, are being, and will be denied the very rights that our forefathers put in place to combat government overreach, to combat denial of due process, tyrannical orders, that would otherwise move us to a communist party. But wait, that's happening already. That's what has been happening for years to various degrees. But at this time, friends, we are at the height of the malfeasance because of these malfeasance, both Democrat and Republicans engage in, those that do. Good evening, and thank you for listening on this Sunday June 27, 2021, on Marty Oakley's TS Radio Network and Stephen Burke's 89.9 KLRB FM Lighthouse Christian Radio in Oklahoma and in the surrounding area. I'm Tanya Hathaway, and I'm your host for Tanya Talks, where your voice is heard and your story is told. Tonight, we have another roundtable with our favorites and regular contributors, contributors, excuse me, Stephen Burke, producer and founder of 89.9. KLRBFM right there in Oklahoma, and James Treat, whistleblower, public speaker, and retired Level C, producer, uh, Level C executive who also studied law. Last but certainly not least, Marty Oakley, who recently took a hiatus from the show for a week, but trust me, she was busy. Marty was busy. Marty doesn't have the word rest in her vocabulary. She produces and hosts multiple shows on this network. If you're listening live stream or you called in the number to listen to, uh, TS Radio Network, a suggestion that I'm going to make is to familiarize yourselves with her page. If you haven't already, ppjg.me, that is a web page, ppjg.me, and you'll learn a lot more about the other shows where you can be notified of the ones that interest you as well as Uh, You'll be able to see various articles uh, that are being put out, tremendous information. It's all just information by people that are uh, researchers, that are investigators, that know how to write. And um, 
and, and write honestly. Tanya Talks is brought to you by the annual Whistleblower Summit and founder, Marcel Reed, a summit that Marty is engaged in and a part of the panel each year as she has also introduced me to it as well. And I've had the privilege and pleasure to speak at it and be recognized each year since. And we continue to work together to make what is wrong right. Before tonight's esteemed guests come on, I'm going to offer some dialogue that we can respond to, that you, that you will have the opportunity to respond to and call in, make a comment. You can make a comment if you, if you don't feel like calling in. Uh, if you're if you're listening into the live stream within that comment box, comment box where you saw where you got this link in the show, give your thoughts, ask a question, call in 917-388-4520, 917-388-4520. If you want to make a comment or you have a question or a thought, an idea, remember we're on Christian Radio and FCC. Okay, so we need to you know, use our words <laughs> wisely, and um, uh, but we want to hear from you. What will you get from tonight's show will be facts, views, ideas, and encouragement to empower yourselves and for you to share this with others that aren't yet as enlightened as you probably are because you're here. Please don't keep this alternative media a secret. Please don't do that. We need to be coming out. We need more authentic voices and listeners and engagement. These shows are not sponsored by, by anybody. Nobody's telling us who uh, and what to have on, no subject. Nobody is leading uh, this dialogue at all other than the hosts themselves. It's Independence Day as we know it. When July 4, 1776 was declared a federal holiday, when Congress declared that the 13 American colonies were no longer subject to the monarchy of Britain, King George III, and, and were now united, free, and independent states. That sounds nice. Wouldn't that be nice? Are we? Are we free and independent states? Or are we riddled with unconstitutional so-called law statutes that are mounting up only to be cited in unconstitutional courts, organizations such as the Bar Associations and CPS, GHHS, those emollients that are disguised as services for the best interests of the people, when far too often that's not the case. And where it is not, it might very well soon be. Why? Because we're being infiltrated by illegal acts, hypocrisy among party lines, and those in power, those that aim, actually, to simply divide. Don't let them fool you. And as opposed to unite, don't let them fool you. How many do you know that continue to fall for this charade that is being put on by career corrupt politicians where they are? The people in 1775, six, forgive me, (laughs) those who fought to free their children from taxation and political corruption, wrote the document that was meant to and meant and intended to prevent their children's children from having to face the fight that they were battling at the time. But that being said, they also foresaw that the corruption would return 
And so they created a system of checks and balances. This was to maintain the power of the people, people like you and me. The founding fathers were not politicians. They were true public servants. As we navigate in these times and our government has stooped so low, it's not the primary focus to serve the people quite often, but to achieve re-election and maintain power for their own political desires, cult as it seems. They do their best to try to dupe us into falling to one side, completely the other. That said, we cannot give away our power to have a say. So to engage in the right you still have, as long as you do, if we keep going this way, you won't have any rights after all. Take a look at all of the mounting allegations of corruption in the voting system. Has been for years, but has it ever been quite this bad? Maybe it has. Don't, don't, don't just vote blindly. Do your research. Follow up when you vote. Make sure that your vote really did count. Don't do it just when it's time, my friends, to cast your ballot. Pay attention to what's happening when we are not looking. Bills that are being passed and more. Let your representatives know what you, the people, want because they are commissioned to act on our behalf. And while they still are, and before it's too late, it is time to enforce that duty to the people. We've been reduced to the most violent times and riots. We're killing our police, that's right. Cop killing, and it's all cop killing and getting away with it. When it was no accident and there was no purpose, we're broken. How do we restore trust, justice, and unity? Actually love our neighbor. Have a conversation with a peace officer that is there to serve the public, public's best interest. Or have a conversation with a prosecutor that needs to prosecute if they don't. What has happened? What has happened to small government, to large government, and everything in between? All of these emoluments, and we can get into the definition of what an emollient is and the emoluments clause throughout this conversation with our, with our panel. And again, you can call 917-388-4520, 917-388-4520, and press the number one. One more thought before I bring on our guest. Marty, you're already here. Stephen Burke, I think you're already here. Not sure if James Treat is already on. I had a memory come up today. You know how when you're on Facebook, you get these memories that come up? And it was a video from an advocate, friend, and warrior. His name is David Bebout. David Bebout. And we actually met in person at a rally in Oklahoma City. And uh, he was all about the yellow vest and peace and unity and um, yet he had experienced already a nasty divorce in family court where his son 
was stripped of rights to see his father only with permission of the mother without reason. There's nothing on the record that is truthful, that is backed up, that gives actual reason. Now, that's stripping a child's rights from their father and, of course, the father's rights from their, from their child. And this happens with women and it happens with men. There's reasons behind it. There's reasons why this happens, okay, that's beyond a mistake, okay? This is what politics and the government, and this is why we call it kangaroo court, family court. Call that for a reason, because in far too many courts, and unfortunately, I'm led to believe more courts than not, it really is kangaroo court. Flip a dime. Flip a, flip a coin. Flip a coin. See where it falls. It doesn't matter how much money you have. It matters who you align with and who's got each other's backs, because these people are all being paid from the same pocket if there's a public defender involved, or if even when you have a divorce attorney, they're in front of that same judge. They're in front of that other attorney. They probably play golf together. Who are we kidding? They already know what's going to happen. You're just going along with the play. You're there, and you're simply a spectator as they roll your life inside and out, tear it apart when it does. David B. Bout had done a 20-minute video of himself and he started out calm, and he was talking about people needing to stand up. So, you know, he also, his brother, his brother, special needs brother, okay? Actually, I believe it's his older brother, special needs. His special need is he has a severe language deficiency. And David was the only one that could understand his brother, Paul. He got phone calls from his brother about 15 times a day. Soul mates, at the hip, okay, together. David Babout was one in care of his needs, and that was stripped away. And why do you think that was? For no good reason, because of these wild and crazy, unconstitutional emollients that put their heads in, and, 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 and they get perks, they get paid, they get profits. The more people that you rip away from loved ones, the more money they make. There's no justice there when there is no reason to do this, when that child will be better off with that mother or that father than not, when that brother will be better off with that brother than not. Who's really looking out after the best interests of the people? Now, I used to get on top of David's case. I would be like, you can't just go into these courts and just rip out whatever you think you want to. You're going to find yourself in jail. He had already been in jail and out and in and out, you know, because they claimed he kidnapped his brother. You know, they they got him in Florida when when he just took possession of his brother that he should have, and his brother willingly went and did not want to go to these other places where they were stowing him away without any zero contact and support from his brother. So David and Paul be, be bowed. David and his son, Tristan, ripped apart. Okay, so 
these are life-changing circumstances. You're listening, and you're and there's so many people that are listening right now, and they can sit there, nod their head, and understand not why this happened, but how it happened. Probably why? Because once again, emoluments, emoluments. These are contradictory to the best interest of the people. So what happened with David? He had court dates set up. He had an attorney, actually, but he interrupted his attorney, and he decided he was going to let people know exactly what he felt. And he did. He let the judge know, and he let the other lawyer know, called the court corrupt. He was just calling it out. Since then, he's been in prison for two years. And in his video, this is my final thought, and in his video, he had said, I'd rather be behind bars for a month and know I'm standing for something than still without my brother, still without my son, and doing nothing to make a point. And he, and he was just trying to get other people to take a stand. So he's not in jail. He's in prison. He's a broken man, and we're a broken system, and we need to talk about exactly what it is that has turned us into this broken system because it didn't happen overnight, did it? No, it didn't. It didn't happen overnight. We're in a constitutional crisis, so let's talk about why. Talk about what we think or at least what can be done. How do we protect ourselves, our children, and so on from the broken Bill of Rights that our forefathers to protect us from? Due process. Is it time to flush out the politicians that turn their backs on this? I bet most of us can do a better job and not bite that apple. Isn't it our duty to stand up against this? Doesn't it say so in our Constitution? Why are there hundreds in jail in D.C. right now without charges or bogus charges from the January uh, so-called insurrection? We do know, don't you, that no guns were actually found to be carried in with those who entered or pushed their way in, admittedly. Do you know that the truth is that one person was killed as a result of this so-called insurrection, and it was by an armed officer that is potentially undercover FBI. It's been out there in some other outlets that aren't quite as mainstream, and maybe you need to start paying attention to uh, Epoch Times, EPOCH, for another view. And how about information about these things? The FBI. That's right. Wonderful FBI. Uh, It's kind of funny. You know, when you call another state to tell an FBI in a state that is doing corrupt acts, and that other state tells you, oh, you've got to call the FBI in the state where they're doing it and tell them about it. I'm like, wait a minute. Did you hear? Did you understand what I was saying? So you're calling. You're telling me to call back the FBI in that state and tell on them because they're being corrupt? Well, what good is that? Well, yes, 
That is what the other state FBI office meant. They made that perfectly clear and closed the door and said, good luck. You want to know the truth? Find out the truth. You do know that the mayor purposely gave orders not to have additional support. What do you think was brewing? And that was all about regarding that fateful day in January. You do know that mainstream media is run by political advocates in disguise. Are they really so disguised right now? Thank you for listening. Do I have Stephen Burke, James Street, and Marty Oakley on with me? And let's hear your thoughts. Can I can I say something, Tanya? Yeah. Please um, do, Marty. Yeah. All of the peripheral things aside, what these people did on the 6th of January was they set lay siege to a federal building. They held our senators hostage, basically. I don't care how you slice and dice that. I don't care who was involved. This was insurrection by anybody's standards. Uh, someone had mentioned to me, well, uh, you know, uh, it, it, well, Black Lives Matter. If Black Lives Matter had pulled this, the first time they breached the first doorway, there would have been black bodies floating in the Potomac all the way to the ocean. No, I'm, I'm sorry. This was a setup deal. No, this was a setup deal. And this whole thing of trying to write this off, I don't care. I don't care. It was still the FBI an was insurrection. With it and they were trying to nail I don't care who was engaged with it. The fact that they were, Tanya, the fact that they were, is it, it makes it even more so that this but was a, it was an insurrection. Setup. Much of it wasn't set up. There were FBI and actually there were undercover FBI that that were actually entering and and causing chaos. And what's your point? You're making my point for me. You are making my point for me. This was an insurrection. They laid siege to a federal building. They broke windows. They broke into doors. They broke into that building. The majority of those that that are supposed to serve the people. It does not matter. You still do not have the right to break into a federal building. I'm sorry. I don't care how you slice and dice that. Who is primarily responsible for that plan, and and why on earth would the mayor, during the most controversial time, insist that there's no additional support there? There's too many things. If it smells like a skunk, if it looks like a skunk, I'm not saying that there aren't people that did what they shouldn't have done, okay? But I'm saying nobody was found threatening anybody's lives. That's all the mainstream facade in Hollywood. If you break into my front door, I consider that a threat. These people breached a federal building. It's a federal building, and it is public it is public they the way that they that doesn't mean they look. get to break windows and doors tanya uh, but what makes you think that it was that it wasn't the fbi somebody put in place by the malfeasance in position that are that are elected officials okay 
What makes you think that that wasn't a smoke screen? Okay? A smoke screen. You've got to remember at all costs, no matter what, Donald Trump was not going to be reelected at all costs. You have to realize they are in bed with Hollywood. The mainstream media will put out what politicians and Hollywood are able to edit together and make it look like because they're so darn good at doing that. Think about how much we love certain movies. They know how to do it. They know how to influence. They know how to influence. I I feel that there are people there that absolutely were ready to join in union, do what it took, to take our country back and stop the tyranny, okay? But I feel much more than that, much more, that this was a setup. Put the nail in the coffin. Stephen Burke, what are your thoughts? Well, in my opinion, that was all set up by Nancy Pelosi. That's what I believe. And I believe that because of all the research that I've done. And a lot of those people going in there, busting the windows and doing different stuff were FBI agents. I don't care, Stephen, I don't care who or what they were. Who held the rally right before that, encouraging people to storm that federal building, telling them he'd be leading no, the charge? Ma'am. No, Donald ma'am, Trump no, ma'am, no, ma'am. Trump yes. was not even they near that building. Video. When any of that oh, happened, Trump say. was not, not there. He was he, down the road a mile away, still speaking because he arrived well, in the rally. Listen to what Stephen has to say. Let's hear this side I can't, of I, Stop. Both of you, stop. I can't be part of this conversation because this is, well, jump, I'm hearing too much stuff that like has been like twisted it. and turned. No, I'm out. I'm out. Okay. All right. Well, I'd like to hear other views, but we need to be able to tell our own personal views based on what we have researched as well. I'm sorry that Marty opted out. Uh, we should be able to have heated discussions, but the civil one. Um, I hope, Marty, that you'll come back on when we hit some other topics that might interest you. Uh, we're not always going to agree on everything. So I, I want to hear other views. I want to hear other views, but I will not overtalk your view, Stephen, and your feelings. I gave mine. I did interrupt after a little bit. Uh, I want to hear where you're coming from, Stephen, and what you've researched and come to conclude in your view as well. Well, I've got tons and tons and tons of videos. I've got the videos where the police invited the Black Lives Matter and Antifa in, watched them go up the building with police standing on both sides, no attempt made. They escorted them in, told them to respect the building. And, and these are not Hollywood videos either, are they? These no. are from, nope. these are from people that were actually there behind people the scenes. People that were there running their and cameras, the which are probably they're taking, sitting. They're taken off of. Go ahead. They're, they're they are taken off of mainstream. You can't share them before they're taken down. They get taken down. They don't want us to. Yeah, know. they get took down immediately because nobody wants the truth out there. I've got the videos. I got them before they got took down because I recorded them immediately when they yep. showed up on the Internet. It wasn't but 
30 minutes, they was gone. Yep, but I've I got know. tons of videos from that day showing exactly what happened. They bust in, George Soros did, Black Lives Matter and Antifa, and the police let them in, told them to respect the building, went in there, did photo ops with them, and all kinds of crap yep. that I've got on yep. film. I've seen the same thing. Actually having dialogue with the police. Were they the police or were they undercover FBI? Or were well, they, some of them's already see? been some of them's already been proven to be an undercover FBI. Yes, they have. Went in there and acted like little thugs, just like the rest of them. They're the ones that incited the mess. And it was to make it appear as though they were Trump supporters. True, and Trump supporters were out dragging the people off that was trying to bust the windows out. I got that on film, too. But Trump was still speaking when all that went down at his rally a mile away. And he was not trying to incite no violence. He wasn't telling anybody to do anything. I mean, look at all He didn't even know what was going on until after the fact. As a matter of fact, he started his rally late, didn't he? Yeah, he was he was well late, and that's why he was still speaking when all that stuff went down at the Capitol. He was supposed to have been there and got the blame for it, but he showed up late to his speaking engagement and was still speaking when all that stuff happened. Mm-hmm. Timelines mixed up, and why is that? That's because Hollywood can put together a pretty good picture of they want you to believe. Well, they've been the FBI and the feds, they've been infiltrating organizations and pulling crap like this for so long, they got it down pat. The only thing they messed up was Trump didn't show up on time. Right. That don't mean I agree with everything that Trump has done or everything that he would do, because I don't. But the fact remains, he wasn't there and didn't know anything about it. Now, could Trump have, have used better judgment with certain things he has said? Sure he could, but nobody has incited violence more than, uh, than uh, the people like Maxine Waters. Like, uh, you, you know, you, you need to fight back. You need to this. You need to that. Like, uh, you know, beheading the president. Uh, you know, a, a mock, something that's supposed to be funny, beheading President Trump and holding that out. You, you, you know, with blood all over, with plays that are put on, uh, you know, assassinating our president, with, you know, with the insistence that we do not let anybody whose prior administration did have any kind of peace in a restaurant. That you, I mean. That's just ridiculous. We shouldn't have government officials telling our people to harass some other group of our own citizens it's all about the divisiveness and mind you this does not happen just on one side and i said that in my prant i said that in the promo and i i mean that wholeheartedly because we have got interrupters well, both sides are full of crooks and, yeah yeah it's who is the least evil who is turning their back less who is looking out for who is looking out for the best interest of the people more than the other party it used to be all about once again the checks and balances is it about checks and balances anymore Stephen 
No, there ain't no checks and balances, that's for sure. James Treat, we've got you on with us. James Treat, who is, uh, again, a, a retired level C uh, executive, uh, whistleblower, and public speaker. How are you? We're a little heated. I can what hear are you. Talking about this? <laughs> yeah. I think y'all have already kind of killed the horse in the process. I mean, that's kind of the way it went, kind of the way that it is. Uh, you know, it was obviously a setup. News media covering it up. Uh, everyone trying to massage and rearrange their stories to somehow make a little bit of sense to the general public, but I don't think they've been very successful. Yep. And, and, and have you heard about uh, those that are in jail right now that that aren't even, like, that there's no charges yet? Um, I mean, we have people's lives being ripped apart, you know, their doors being banged down. Why? Because they actually you know, had a ticket that they went to, they went to D.C., but they weren't anywhere near any of the chaos that went on. But still, they banged down the doors. They have a warrant. They steal tens of thousands of dollars worth of personal effects and then don't hear back three months later. They're running credit card records even, trying to find who was in Washington, D.C., so they can go after them. I mean, crooked as can be. A w- to try to find a way to prosecute, to uh, set up, to set up. Well, I think that Washington, D.C. was open for business that day, okay? It was not open for the, uh, you know, for people to come and, uh, and create havoc. It was to rally, and there were some malfeasance there, yes. There were some malfeasance. Most of it was premeditated, preplanned, and all a part of the Hollywood games that they play right along with the, with the advocates and the politicians and the mainstream media investigative reporters give me a freaking break and that's why you're here on alternative radio to talk about what you won't hear for the most part you're welcome you're welcome to share your thoughts what are emollients why don't you let our uh, our listeners know if they don't already what emollients are all about james I'm not sure I have the answer for you on that. Uh, that's, I mean, I know what they are, but I'm, I, I'd have a hard okay. time. Okay. Make, uh, I'd, I'd have a hard time explaining that. How about if I use the Bar Association as an example? Well, the Bar Association ain't nothing but a criminal organization. Right. 
Buddy, I think we agree. On the map. Yep. Yep. They're a private organization yep. trying to act as a fourth leg of the government, which they have no right to do. Yeah. And in Oklahoma, they're in bed with the Supreme Court. It says so right in their Oklahoma Constitution, which is in perversion. I've said it before, and I'll say it again. Of uh, the United States Constitution, any kind of any state constitutional guidance or what's written in their Constitution that negates the United States Constitution, including our Bill of Rights is not, is not legal, it is not constitutional, and it's got to get taken out of any state's constitution that is actually using that as leverage for greed. Now listen, Oklahoma is a very red state. I'm known to be conservative. Okay, when it comes to public policy, private matters, I I'm a believer in let people do what they want. You know what I mean? The, on private matters, uh, I'm not going to get involved with it. Uh, but as far as the ability to make your living, to not be impacted by negatively impacted by career politicians, to not be a part of an illegal tyrannical process that includes where it does and when it does, corrupt judges, corrupt prosecutors, corrupt lawyers, corrupt CPS people, corrupt, so profit, emolument. Okay, take a look. Okay. You know, uh, I, okay, I, okay, I know where you're at. What's your, I mean, the legal definition is just profit from holding an office. The Illegal use of emolument is the quid pro pro. I didn't know that's where you were going with that. Yeah, that's where that's where I'm going. So, so you know, you're not supposed to, you, you know, for instance, uh, Biden isn't. You know what I mean? I don't think he was right. supposed the quid to pro pro. Yes, as vice president either. It, exactly. So you do not commingle interests in what's the best interest for our United States of America, the people. Okay? You do not accept gifts. You do not... Can't be taking no bribes. No bribes. Exactly. That's what well, kickbacks is the most common form of that abuse. Yes. Yes. The more, the more senior people that you take over and, and become a part of the government... Uh, the government gets to decide whether you live or die. That's, that's, there's money involved, okay? When they take away the people that have better interests for those seniors that are essentially kidnapped by the government where they are and when they are, then and, and they're making money, and suddenly, you know, there's nothing left for their heirs or their beneficiaries. Uh, and, and that senior, while that senior was alive, did not have the proper care that they deserved with their own money. And that money suddenly is in the hands of 
everybody but where it should be. Same thing with CPS. When somebody is unlawfully and without good cause taken away, a child is taken away from parents or DHHS, when they're unlawfully and without good cause, it's because that where's the incentive to do such horrific, horrific crimes? It's money. It's money. A monument. A monument. Yes, there are branches of government. Checks and balances. But do we have checks and balances, Stephen? No, I don't think we have any left to speak of. We have a government that's running crazy over the people and just doing whatever it wants to do and trying to cover up for itself, and there's not anybody doing anything about it. You know, you, whoever you got to report it to, they're corrupt, and whoever's above them, they're corrupt, and who's above them, they're corrupt. And that's been my experience. Well, I mean, the the government has made it legal to bribe them. It's called lobbyist. Yep. I mean, it's right in your face. Yep. I mean, that, it's nothing more than who pays, who's willing to pay more to get my support or my vote. That's that's a bribe. That's a kickback. Yep, and it goes on right here in Oklahoma too, because I know an official that I was communicating with up there at uh, Oklahoma City, one of our state officials, he was offered a million dollars to vote the wrong way on a piece of legislation. Another party offered him $100,000 to vote the right way. By some miracle, he voted the right way. Wow. Wow. And that's the kind of stuff we got going on. How do you think these people got all their millions of dollars on their hundred and something thousand dollar a year salary? Lobbyists and kickbacks. I mean, get a get a drug company to lobby certain set of individuals and then give them a commission or a kickback based on the percent of sales off of XYZ drug, voila. It is that simple. Yep, and it's going on all the time. Whether it be a road through your particular section of town or a bypass that's going to go by a certain property that's told to certain people to buy beforehand, I mean, it's all one and the same. The use of position for gain, the use of position for power, the use of position for profit. I mean, just like right here in our little town. It's a fun, it's funny how the town council cannot account for $5 million over 10 years of expenditures, but yet the mayor was just sued for indebtedness. Makes a lot of sense. She's running the town, doesn't it? Yep. Yep. Makes a lot of sense. 
My God. But they can't tell you where they spend the money. They won't tell you either. Right, but one of them gets sued for indebtedness. When I say one of them, one of the trustees. Right. And when did that happen? Uh, Posted in the paper last week, I believe. Mm -hmm. I don't know the particulars on it. But, again, it's putting people in positions where the temptation of money overwhelms any sense of moral accountability. Right. At whatever level, local, city, town, state, federal, just get higher the higher up you go. Mhm. Mhm. Listen, I'm going to encourage people to uh, look up this article, and it's on rense.com. Rense.com. It's called "The Overthrow of the American Republic, Part One," and it's by Sherman H. Bonnet. And to just tell you a little bit about this man. Since 1958, Mr. Skolnick has been a court reformer and since 1963, founder, chairman, citizen committee to clean up the court. Since 1991, a regular panelist and since 1995, moderator, producer of one hour weekly public access uh, program called The Broadside. Anyways, um, but here he's talking about, he says, Starting after, I'm just going to quote a a couple things here. Starting after the multiple bombings of the federal office buildings in Oklahoma City, April 19, 1995, I wrote, this is what he writes, and then spoke on uh, radio about uh, about an aborted military coup. Brought home to me, however, was the reality that my fellow Americans had little knowledge or understanding of the masterstroke, the overthrow of the government, whether for the good or for the evil. What does that have to be thinking about? The coup. I mean, it has me thinking about, uh, you know, so many of these shootings, so many of these bombs. Um, what happened in D.C., the coup. Well, it's just a group of people in agreement for whatever sole purpose that they have, good or bad. But the average person has a confusion issue or would might have a confusion issue with the fact that if they trade something they have to someone and they get something in exchange for that, that's fine. That's perfectly legal. If you own your own company and you trade off services or you do a favor for somebody and you don't charge them, and then yet they come back and do something for you later on, nothing wrong with that. Absolutely nothing wrong with that. Right. Yeah. The situation. thing. Right. Right. The situation changes though when you're the officer of a corporation or you work for a corporation, i.e. the government, not supposed to be, but it is, but a private company, you can't take the benefits of someone paying you a salary, trade those off, and get something back personally. 
It's worse when you take the public position or the public money or the public power and trade it for personal benefit. There's a dividing line there that people have a hard time conceptualizing, though. But it goes back to the coup issue as well when it's just a group rather than an individual after a specific purpose or profit. So, uh, okay, so let, let me ask you, uh, you know, where do we have some conflict here, okay? Obviously, you know, there's not, um, we don't believe in going into the, you, you know, to our capital building uh, and, and killing people and causing all kinds of chaos and destruction. Some of us believe that it was uh, done by the citizens, and some of us believe that it was, you know, a, a setup. And you know, and I'm sure there are there's plenty that shows both things happening. Uh, there are also some that are are uh, that were uh, dressed up to look like Trump supporters uh, that engaged in this and they've been found out, but we don't hear about that much, do we? And then there are, you know, those that were actually, um, commissioned by, um, certain career politicians that, as they have said themselves at all costs, we will see to it that, um, that this administration does not succeed in being reelected. Uh, and, uh, well, it's all a matter of perspective, okay? But Stephen clearly delineated a perspective that no one can alter, and that's the fact that Trump's changing of his schedule changed the whole timeline and changed the whole layout of what happened and how it was supposed to fall and who was going to get blamed. Do you think he knew he was being set up, and that's why he changed it? I don't personally believe he used the American public, you know, the supporters in that fashion. I think it was just happenstance, stroke of luck. Had we you ever know, from seen... His, from, I don't think he would have used his supporters in that fashion for that type of publicity no, no, gain, no, whatever I, I, whatever might have been derived from it, because it there's nothing good that came of it. Why would he do yeah. that? Right. That's why I said, do you think he knew he was being set up, and maybe that's why he changed the time? No, I think it was a stroke of luck or God's will or whatever that totally disrupted that plan. And when did you ever see, Stephen and, and James, when did you ever see bulletproof glass around them like we did on that day. That was kind of a first, wasn't it, for Trump? I mean, that they ever publicly showed. Yep. uh, At all of his appearances before. Now, again, what you can see and what you can't see, but all the airport departures, all the rallies, the the entrance and exiting, uh, not anything that appeared that protective. Mm-hmm. I think it was ratcheted up, and I did. I don't think they really knew exactly what to expect. 
And that could have been a security issue in the delay of his appearance because of his protective detail. Uh And most likely it was. Most likely it was. Whatever the case was, it's it's a good thing it went down that way because almost all of Trump's supporters were still over there at the rally. Yeah, it changed the narrative entirely. It sure did. But Hollywood had their heyday, didn't they? Hollywood and mainstream. The ones that weren't at his rally was all that several busloads come in on them white buses like George Soros uses, and I'm assuming they were his, because they Mm -hmm. usually are. He buses them in all over the country, runs ads on Craigslist and on his own website, wanting protesters. I assume he bust them in there. Those those people were there, obviously, pretending to be Trump supporters. Okay, so we you have a caller, have... Tanya. Okay, thank you. And, area and code eight one three. Area code eight one three. Hello. Hi, 813. How are you? Good. Thanks, Marty. Hi, Tanya. Mm -hmm. If I can just give you my two cents worth on what's your, the capital. I think, and I mean no offense, but I think you're getting, I think you're getting caught up in the details that really don't matter in the bigger scheme of things. All of those people that entered the Capitol did it on their own knowledge. They knew they were breaking the law. It is a public building, but they no public had business in that building at that time. That was one that that day in history. Every what is it, every four years is the most important day for us. Right, because that's when it's, all the it, votes it's are. A very what they're doing. Day, I agree. Right, so no one needs to be in there, but those that need to be in there. So anyone that uh, you know broke through, they knew. The other thing is, I and who I'm do probably going to get a lot. Of, I think it was a. I think it was a mob mentality that was. Uh, it was planned. I think they knew, you know, Trump was there, and his words could have. But Trump wasn't there, and so who is no. who is they? No, I mean he was down the the. He was still in Washington. He was a couple of blocks down. So uh, answered, I think it was more like a mile there. down. Okay, we're getting lost in the details again. Well, no, but that you gave a detail that saying a couple blocks away, that's a huge difference because it takes people a bit of time to go from a mile away as, com- as uh, uh, compared to a couple of blocks away. Do you agree with that? Tell, matter. Tell, tell me one matter. court of law. Tell me one court of law that doesn't dive into the details. It's the details that matter. It's the details that find the truth. It's trying to gloss it over from a 20,000 foot view. 
that the can details get lost and so does the truth. Can, can I finish? Keep, keep going, caller. I mean, we definitely want to hear what you have to say. But when you, so, but if you're saying something, I might counter it because you're afraid that we're going to. You know, okay, so I appreciate the so all of those, it's important to have a civil discussion. So all of those people that breached into the Capitol have their own responsibility over themselves. The girl that was shot and killed. You know, people yeah. want to say, "Oh, it was a woman. She was unarmed." You know what? The, no. the police officer on the other side didn't know she was a woman, and it really doesn't matter if she's a woman or a man. She was breaking okay, through. Okay, but there was no threat to that police officer. There was no, no, no threat no. to How that you police know? officer. How? Hold on. How do you not know that? Because she had a backpack on her. How do you know she wasn't a threat to but them? What she? Uh, she had a backpack but is that, is that on that her. Where the details would determine that? <laughs> the details. Okay, uh, uh, sarcastic remarks there was no, like that there are was not no getting us anywhere. There was, no, there was no firearm there. Uh, she was crawling through a, a little window, a broken window, mind you, that uh, is believed to have actually been broken by uh, the FBI, not by a Trump supporter, okay? And so, you know, when you say those people, now I, I agree, people did some things that they should not have done. Um, that probably were not Trump that were Trump supporters, and then, but I, uh, but I also feel that the majority of this was a big charade. It was, it was, you know, uh, action, take one, action, take two, and all these little clips of things that are going on. Thus, was put out for mainstream media, but yet. Thank goodness we have those people that were actually the real boots on the ground, the people that were taking video and shared that with those that uh, people like me, like with Stephen, that captured those things. They give you a whole other side to the paste and clip and the storyline that's put out there that might really be a storyline. I mean, what do you and think I, about when, I when you're being told? What do you think about when you're being told that there's investigative reports that are showing up, although it's not in mainstream media, that the FBI is alleged to now have been found to be involved with with this, posing as Trump supporters? Okay, but do we have proof of that? Well, exactly. Yeah. We've got they, there has been some proof of it that's been brought forward, but it, but you won't see that in mainstream media, and you will see the proof and raw footage that is not edited, that is not you know cut and paste. Okay, so it may just seem like something else than what it is. Uh, okay, that, so let's that, take what let's take your premise that there was an FBI agent or several. Direct as Trump supporters. Um, yeah, they're okay. Plus Trump Okay, okay wait. So say there that? were twelve of them. Let's just give you the benefit of the doubt. Say there were twelve of them. Well, to my okay. understanding, there so, were a lot more. But. So what does and that have to do with the rest of the people that were letting people in, having conversations, and like what Stephen Burke said. 
doing photo ops with them. Okay. I think that, it was I mean, clear. That's, that's, those are that, undeniable facts that are actually on video, and you probably haven't seen them, so it's probably really hard no, for you. No, I have. I, I have oh, okay. seen them. And oh, so okay. I, I do know what you're talking about, and I, I do get your your point on that. Um, here's where I get law, you know, thinking where we're getting bogged down on this, is that there were police officers several days post that committed suicide. Why? Why? What did they know? Or was it suicided? Well, no, who said they committed suicide? Oh, that was in the... It's been all over the place. Right. By who? Various do you believe, media, like hip-hop times. Do you believe in school shootings? You know, do you believe in all those school shootings, by the way? That, that they're actual school shootings and none of those are set up by the government? No, I think there's a lot of false flags put out by the government. I agree. And I'm, yep. and I'm not going to call out which I think, but I think it was, and I don't know which president was before Kennedy, I want to say FDR, but, you know, they warned of the military complex. That is what we are up against now. And the control, you know, at the turn of the century, early 1900s, it was about money and consolidation. Now it's turned to control, control of the population and depopulation. And depopulation, such as I agree. The abuse on our elderly with this, with this. Yeah, I agree. Abuse, uh, guardianship abuse, and hospice, and all of that. But yeah. I mean, people don't understand. I, I think for the most part, like drivers list cars, if I may, for just if you'll just indulge me for a moment. Driver list cars. People think, oh, well, driver list cars is going to be the great thing, and they're pushing it mm-hmm. as a new safety issue. It has mm-hmm. nothing to do with that. It has to do with control in the future, because Agreed. now you won't need a car. Because the government will give you a car. Well, not give you and a they car. They'll know where give you, you are access. every last second if they don't already from your phone. Is that right? And I'm sorry for interrupting you. No, no, you're fine. But they'll give you, they'll give you access to a car. So when you need right. a car, you'll call and they'll send the car over. But then it'll get to a point where oh, your neighbor's going too. We'll send a bigger car. Yep. And then we'll send oh, you know what? We're going to do the whole we've rerouted. We're going to send a bus to get you. No, since your house. If they're going to give you access, and that means they control your access. And I don't think, caller, I I don't know if you want to give your name or not. It's fine either way. I don't think we're that far apart. I think we just have a different view of of what actually happened, you know, at the Capitol that day and and the cause of it. you know, and I'm fine uh, with disagreeing with you. We can agree to disagree. I appreciate um, what you're bringing to the table here, and I'm in agreement with you uh, 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 with with much of what you're talking about right now. Uh, yeah. uh, you, you know, so 
I, I appreciate I, you calling in, and you can, you're welcome to stay on and, and interject. And Marty, I've heard a few other little rings. Do we have others? I just, no, no, I no, no sure I'm, that we, I'm not I want to make sure out, that if there are others here, you know, you don't have to sneak out. You can stay on, no, 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 and, you no, know, I'm, because no, I welcome I'm, you. I just <laughs> want to make sure that if others are calling in, we get them on as well. No, I, I appreciate that, but I've, I've said more than enough, so I'm going to step back and thank you for indulging me. All right, you all Anytime. have a nice evening. Thank you so very thank much. You. All right, bye-bye. If I understood her correctly, she coupled the military with the government for that control issue, and it's my opinion that the government control or the cabal control and everything that's going on around us right now today is totally separate from the military. The military and the government right now are two distinct entities. They are not one and the same because they do not have one common commander. Mm -hmm. Our military right now is trying to stand behind the Constitution And that is not them exercising power or control to change for an idealistic thought of putting you in driverless cars or telling you you got to be vaccinated and all that. That's not the U.S. military doing that. That is this rogue government that is illegally seated and in an unconstitutional form of government right now. The military is acting solely and separate from this currently. So I think that's an important aspect that people need to understand and realize. And if they don't, start Googling or start duck, duck, going. Mm-hmm. that you have an illicit government led by a person that was not legally voted in in an election, and then you've got a military that's consulting with an ex-president that's trying to overturn an unjust situation. Mm-hmm. So the the military is trying to give us and and allow us to keep our freedoms. They're not supporting Biden in the agenda to take away our freedoms. But we as the we as the American people over the last several decades has allowed our government to slowly, exponentially take one freedom after another freedom after another freedom. It's just that process got sped up when Trump was broke the cycle between Obama and Clinton in the, what, 16-year plan that was supposed to consolidate all this and be done with it under one world order. So there's a much, mm-hmm. much bigger picture here. Yeah, this yeah, this wasn't this wasn't oh I think I'm gonna run for election. This was who is going to be the best man, the imperfect person that he is, 
to actually get the job done, who really believes in, you know, in cleaning up our apps because this has been a plan for some time. And, you know, well, 50 years. Yep. And many people don't realize that. They do not know. They do not understand that history behind this. Look, Gates, Bill Gates, his family was into the depopulation. I mean, let's, let's not fool ourselves uh, into... Well, Bill into, Gates' dad was on the, the director's board of, uh, of uh, the abortion clinic. Planned Parenthood. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Go ahead, Steven. Now they've gave poor old Billy Boy the power to depopulate the earth. They're crazy if they think he's not going to do it. Oh, he's buying up all the land. He's buying up all the land. So, you know, um, that's, uh, this is, you know, a, a huge... This, this is just, look, you know, we're talking about technology. We're talking about being in bed with China. We're talking about what China has on our, our nation's leaders, you know, those who have been. Well, go ahead. Well, let's, details, 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 details. The Arizona audit, okay? Technology allows us to tell whether there's rice in the paper or not, whether the paper originated from China, whether the ballads were printed in China. Details, okay? Details. The paper was specially watermarked by the military. The military was overseeing the election in real time. Under Space Force. Mm, small little detail there. Right. All these things add up. And that and I'll I'll say it. Communism, good for the whole, good for all. No, our Bill of Rights was for individual rights. If I, as a person, don't have an individual right, no one has a right. And if you are looking at any other form of that Bill of Rights, then it goes to communism, socialism, communism. When you take away any individual right, and that's in the detail of the Bill of Rights. That's the only way the Constitution got signed is with that attachment. Yep. Huge. Okay, Tanya, Huge. Marty, you have another caller here. You've got to know the timeline. Okay, Marty, okay. And this is coming in from a this is coming in from a blocked number. Um, so please go ahead and speak. Thank you for calling. Hi. Uh, this is Joe. Hello, Tanya. Hello, Marty. Hi. Hello, hello. How are you? I'm doing all right. Now, you were talking about um, uh, Billy Boy's um, agenda for the world. Well, that's what the vaccine is all about. It's yeah. about the depopulation, annihilation, the killing off of human beings, 
and this is probably not just a beta test, but probably the um, the full bore measure of trying to get people to die. And if yeah. you can't die by the vaccination itself, then you will die by being next to somebody who is vaccinated because supposedly they are shedding. Yep. You know, yeah, and you know what? Pathetic. The, I, I mean, I railed on this uh, one uh, yeah, um, thing that put out, despite the fact that there's risk for, um, for the youth, you know, and the heart condition that they're talking about. It's still worth it to take it. And I, I went off on, uh, and I railed out on them. Good. Who are they to decide? <laughs> Who are they to decide? You know, everybody's health is different. And everybody has the right to either take a flu shot, take that pneumonia shot, or not. Okay? You know, I don't want to hear about their, their made-up science that is supposedly science at the moment that turns into not be the science. And, and what are we really to believe when there is money and when there is control involved? It makes me sick. Makes me sick. Now those that were sick with this virus, the youth, you know, and, and young adults, if they, if they actually had it, and I know people who actually had it were really sick, they still went and they got that doggone uh, 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 jab because they were pressured into getting it from their schools, okay? And now they're more at well, risk of dying. Well, what about why do you have to have a special swab for the initial test? You know, the you had to have a special Q-tip produced in China from one of two different companies that had a silver thread in it. Yeah. That just, that just makes, makes no sense. sense. I mean... You can connect, you know, collect bacteria or, or whatever material you're going to with a generic material. Hey, Tiny, I came to the show because of the title of Common Denominators. Um, yeah. I don't know if you spoke about it in depth, but um, if you have a thumbnail sketch about what it was, um, what was it or what is it? It's government overreach. It's denials of due process. It's career politicians. It is, uh, it is, it is infractions upon our Bill of Rights. That's what the common denominator is, what's going wrong. They're not serving the people. No, okay. They're serving themselves mm, and right. their own personal agendas. Right. Okay, good. Thanks. In other words, good old-fashioned corruption, but escalated and scaled up to a more tremendous level. In fact, it's up to such a level that most Americans will deny that that kind of corruption exists. Because most Americans will and will acknowledge, yeah, there's corruption. Every politician takes money out of the table. There are backroom deals. But my guy, the guy that I elected, he's, a, he's still a good guy. But they won't go... Um, the final yard over the over the finish line and say, my God, th- this this government of ours, the whole entire government, they've sold out. They've uh-huh. sold America down the river for millions of dollars for the communists or the cabal or whoever's pulling the strings. 
But they're yeah, not. They've, got, they've been caught. They've been caught. They've got themselves caught up with China, caught up with Russia, or whoever they're caught up with. And now that that person has to comply because otherwise they lose their career. Oh darn. Mm-hmm. They'll be ousted. Oh darn. I spent probably half a summer in Puerto Rico two years ago, and it's when Puerto Rico overthrew the governor. I left the very day that it was starting. But I was there, and I went to local places, talked to local people, had discussions about, you know, the FEMA money. Where did it go? Why is, you know, why isn't, uh, you know, things were finally starting to come back, but nothing was built better and greater with that FEMA money that was received by by the United States. And, and the the common denominator in the consensus there with the people I spoke with, you know, we're talking about diehard, beautiful Puerto Rican natives that, you know, care about their homes. They're very family-loving. They're very friendly, okay? That the common denominator was, look, we know that they're stealing our money. We just don't want them to steal. We just wish they would steal less, okay? We just wish they would steal less. And it was that day, actually, that I left. <laughs> That, um, that that overthrowing started to take place, and it was successful. It was successful. They banned together. It wasn't, you know, and nobody got, I don't know if anybody died or whatnot, but there was not, oh, go out and, and you know, bring your swords and bring your guns. It wasn't like that. They won. Now, there's probably corruption, of course, still going on, but it's less. But why is this happening? Why should it be, oh, steal less? Why do we, there's no such thing as being a little pregnant. You are either pregnant or not. You're either corrupt or not. So why is there not zero tolerance for this nonsense? And there are constitutional rights in place where we can and we are allowed to overthrow lawfully a, a government gone wild. And yeah. Um, convention of states is one of them. Um, and I, you know, you can always harken back to the um, statement, either it was by Jefferson or by Franklin where he, uh, where he said that the um, the tree of liberty has to be uh, watered with the blood of tyrants from time to time in order for, you know, good people to exist. So um, I'd like to know of a solution. I'd like to, because in a civilized society in which we live, the solution that we have, or at least was presented to us, were the elections. We're supposed to throw the bums out and replace them with <laughs> new bums. But now that the election process has been thoroughly contaminated, and I believe spread out from coast to coast, not just in swing states, I like to know what kind of remedy we as a civilized people have left. So if anybody can answer that for me, I'd be glad to listen. Yeah, it would be nice to know that. It would be nice to know, I think, first of all, not falling for that divide. But, I mean, it's been indoctrinated. This has been being indoctrinated in our schools you know, for the generations to come, you know, and if if the parents aren't doing their job at home, they're falling for it or falling for it anyways. 
I, I'd love to know that solution too, because they're because we are not acting like a civil society. It's a hypocritical, violent, and abusive. Um, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Culture right now, that, that culture you know that that we're in. Mm-hmm. That if you have differing thoughts, you must be a fascist. If uh, if you believe that Black Lives Matter, then you must be. Well, black lives do matter, white lives matter, yellow lives, all lives matter. But if I said that in the wrong place at the wrong time, I could be shot. Well, yeah, we're certainly censored. Um, Because big tech really does have a lot of power and censorship. They, along with the uh, the mainstream media, which is brainwashing the public to believe that whatever the mainstream media says is not only the truth, but is the all-pervasive truth, in which it isn't. Because if it were the reigning truth, what they said about Trump and what they've said about um, evil America, et cetera, then Trump would not have gotten 74 million votes. He had um, the most votes of any, um, of any sitting president in history. So the media is, gla- is gaslighting us into believing that what oh, they boy. say, everybody believes. That's not really true. There is a there is a divide here, but the the divide um, I think can be remedied, overthrown just by people talking. Um, you know, if you're willing to listen. But then again, that's a big if because I I have tried talking to people, and whatever their belief system is, it will remain in place until the day they die. Yeah, so. and for some, yeah, I agree. But I I do believe for some that they are not liking what's happening in their backyard, in their front yard. Um, in their wallets, they don't like what's happening um, with uh, the lack of, of good police protection. Uh, and I think some people are, are, are saying, wow, you know, he's not moderate. Look at what he did. Look at, look at who is being led into our country. Um, and, and then you've got states like New York and California that they, you know, they have got convicted murderers, people who have records that are, you know, they can go and they can they can murder again and they'll be let right out. Instead of going through the process of paying the punishment and if they have paid their debt to society, then then let out. You know, if it's a first time kind of thing or certain circumstances. I mean, we have a rogue system right now. It is rogue. Marty, do we have somebody else on with us too? Well, in reference to what Joe said about Trump having 74 million votes, you know, blah, 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 all you had to do was travel the country prior to both elections, and especially rural America, and see sign after sign after sign in rural America, not in the city suburbs, but it, it reminds me of a meme that I read prior to this election in November. Uh, would someone please tell me where there's a Biden sign? I'd like to go steal it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It didn't matter whether you were in Michigan, Texas, <laughs> Illinois, uh, Indiana, Nebraska, Oklahoma. I traveled quite extensively there across several states driving through rural America and you can't see what's what's not there. 
I'm with you. Yeah. Yep. Now, granted, that's all, you know, Why mid or heartland. Have you ever had somebody win an election, James, Joe, Stephen, without coming out of their basement or just speaking to the public? I mean, how could people not see through that? Well, what about all the rerun numbers on YouTube about the inauguration and all the dislikes versus the likes until they finally removed the uh, uh, yeah. video? Yeah. I mean, uh, it's right there in front of you. Because, again, people, when they're imbued with one particular belief, they will fight to the death to hold on to that belief. And, for example, there's, um, there's a running philosophy among some people who are conservatives who say, you know what? Maybe this nation really has to go through hard times in order to wake up the Democratic um, voter so that he or she can see what's going on in the country. To that, because they believe that all of a sudden they will be awakened and will turn Republican. To that, I will say what will happen is, is that when inflation reaches you know, hurtful, um, hurt, a hurtful bar, and when other things happen, which they can, they will attribute to uh, to Biden, if they're awakened enough, what they will do is, well, this Democrat is 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 crazy. This dem this Democrat is corrupt, but the other Democrat that I'm going to vote for, he or she will make a change. So they're not going to switch parties. They're just going to switch devils. They're going to or the the evils that, that they know. For ones that they don't know, and that's that's all that'll happen. And I, well, I hope that's not the case. The, I do hear a lot of people saying now that um, I didn't lose the Democratic Party; the Democratic Party left me. You know, I'm hearing that, and and I'm just hoping that that um, multiplies and multiplies and multiplies because you know I don't care. You know what? I always, I have always registered independent. Okay. Because I, I believe that I'm not going to be classified, just like when it comes to religion. Uh, don't put me in a religion. I am non-denominational. Uh, you, you know, it's not one religion against the other, okay? Um, you know, but, but uh, it just gives me that peace of mind. If I'm telling myself and anybody else who cares to see how I register, you know, that I will not be swayed uh, by... Um, or be married into a party. If the Republican Party turns more corrupt than that the Democratic Party has, then guess who I'm going to be voting for? You, you know what I mean? But uh, it's obviously we are at an indifference, and the career politicians, in my opinion, have done a great job uh, with this smokescreen and making it seem as though uh, you know, it's the difference between uh, hating each other or not, whether we're right or not, you know, causing and creating a divide as opposed to taking a look at the server of these atrocities. And that is the, that's the public servants that are, that, that are, You're very low, Tanya. What? Uh, your volume was low for a minute. Oh, I'm sorry. 
Well, we've got just got a few minutes, a uh, couple minutes left. Let me see. What time is it? Uh, 28? Is that a 28? That's a 28. You have 90 seconds. Uh, okay. okay. Thanks, Marty. Joe, I want to thank you for calling in. I thank the other caller for calling in. Um, sure. If she's still listening. Appreciate it. Good to hear from you, Joe, your insight, your input. I want to thank Marty Oakley for her insight and her input. Um, and I want to thank Stephen Burke once again uh, from 89.9 KLRB FM, Lighthouse Christian Radio, uh, for airing this show and for your insight and input. And James Treat, whistleblower, public speaker, speaker uh, retired uh, level C executive friend of mine that I respect and I love. Uh, and I thank you, listeners, who I respect and I love, and I value you. So thank you for tuning in to Marty Oakley's TS Radio Network. I'm Tanya Hathaway, and I am your host of Tanya Talks, where your voice is heard and your story is told. Please be sure to tune in on Tuesday night. It'll be 7.30 Central Time, and we're going to have one last show on behalf of a gentleman that has already passed Phase 1 to get out of prison, and he's going on to Phase 2, and Lord knows he deserves it. We do need reform. Good night, everybody. God bless.